Muggy, warm and quiet night. Lana Coast and offshore, maybe a thunderstorm or two, but throughout the day, tomorrow, we're back to some better chances of thunderstorms. Low 90s tomorrow, but thunderstorms get active for the afternoon, active and likely again Thursday and Friday afternoons. That'll take the edge off the heat a little bit. Morning lows 80-ish. Tropical feature approaching the southeast Gulf of Mexico by the weekend. If it becomes any threat at all, we've got time to watch its progress. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Rico's Tires and Wheels offers quality used tires. They fix flat tires too, and they do wheel repair. Rico's Tires and Wheels, just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie, 504-455-5199. Rico's Tires and Wheels, quality used tires. They fix flat tires too, and they do wheel repair. Just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie, 504-455-5199. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus. Welcome to NOLA Town Bible Study on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. This non-denominational program is for the many of we the people who have a love for the Lord our God, the love of country, and the love of family. Your calls are welcome at 504-556-9696. And now the host of the NOLA Town Bible Study, Roland Creason. Will be my theme in glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus New Orleans, welcome. My friends, we have a mission at Nova Town Bible Study. Our mission is to encourage we the people to get back to our Judeo-Christian values and get back to Bible study. We also have a mission. Our vision. We also have a vision. Our vision is to see we the people in the words of Jesus himself from Matthew chapter 22, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. My friends, that is from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. In verse 38 of Matthew chapter 22, Jesus says, this is the first and great commandment. Verse 39, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. That is from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Notice Jesus often quotes scripture from the Old Testament. For the many of we the people that still have a love for our country will begin tonight's program with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Welcome back. Tonight, I'm going to read from 
the New King James Version of the Bible. Tonight, I did something a little different. I just opened the book to see where it went, and it went to Romans chapter 10. So tonight, I will begin the program and read chapter 10 from the book of Romans. And it says, Israel needs the gospel. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss? That is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 14. Israel rejects the gospel. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? Verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed. The sound has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. But I say, did Israel not know? First, Moses says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those who are not a nation. I will move you to anger by a foolish nation. But Isaiah is very bold and says, 
I was found by those who did not seek me. I was made manifest to those who did not ask for me. But to Israel, he says, all day long I have stretched out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. Chapter 11. Israel's rejection, not total. Verse 1. I say then, has God cast away his people? Certainly not. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. Or do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah? How he pleads with God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what does the divine response say to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Even so, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. What then? Israel has not obtained what it seeks, but the elect have obtained it, and the rest were blinded, just as it is written. God has given them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear. To this very day, and David says, let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a recompense to them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see and bow down their back always. My friends, it's time for a break. This is Roland with No Account Bible Study right here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Someone will come to show the way I Yes, I believe I believe Above the storm The smallest prayer Will still be This is Roland here For TikTok Cafe TikTok Cafe is located on I-10 Service Road and Causeway open 24 hours a day the place to go when most other places are closed there is poetry on the wall God is in the workplace and everyone treated as family that's my favorite stop for breakfast and lunch see you at TikTok Cafe hi I'm Huck and this is Dave please join us on Liberty or Lockdown on Thursdays at 5 p.m. be there WGSO from the Bucharest to Funchell Square. Things have changed. WGSO. Do you know what it means to love New Orleans? 
Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO 990 AM. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You could say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could write them a text or knit them a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write them a letter. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. You could chat on the game, kick off your flip-flops. You could ask on your couch while you binge watch. However you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Hey, this is Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers. At times, life can feel scary and we could get overwhelmed by anxiety. Mindfulness can help you get through these tough times. My nonprofit is partnering with Headspace to offer free content to help you stress less. It's as easy to do as this. Take a big, deep breath, in through the nose, out through the mouth. In and out. Head to kevinlovefund.org slash Headspace and be kind to your mind. Hi, this is Barbara Hirsch-Napolitano. Join Tracy and I every Friday from 5 to 6 on WGSO 990 AM for It's Always Better with Bourbon. Brian Diaz with the NOAA Drink Show. Join me as we explore the world of drinking food in New Orleans and beyond. Mondays from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO. Exclusive content at NOAAdrinks.com. Cheers, y'all. This is Roland on WGSO, 990 AM and WGSO.com. Speaking of liberty, let's go to Romans chapter 14, the law of liberty, chapter 14. Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dispute over doubtful things. For one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. For God has received him. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. 
One person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day, observe it to the Lord. And he who does not observe the day, to the Lord he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord. For he gives God thanks. And he does not eat to the Lord. He does not eat and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in our brother's way. The Law of Love, chapter 14, verse 14. I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him, it is unclean. Yet, if your brother is grieved because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with your food the one for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for the man who eats with offense. It is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine, nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. Bearing others' burdens, Romans chapter 15. We then who are strong are to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good leading to edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, 
the reproaches of those who reproach you fell on me. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Now, may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ, that you may, with one mind and one mouth, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Glorify God together. Verse 7. Therefore, receive one another, just as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. Now, I say that Jesus Christ has become a servant to the circumcision for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. For this reason, I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again, he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Lord him, all you peoples. And again, Isaiah says, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he who shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him the Gentiles shall hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. My friends, I'm going to move on down to chapter 16 and go all the way down to verse 17. It says, avoid divisive persons. Verse 17. Now I urge you, brother, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learn, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. And that's our brother Paul in Romans. Now with that, I'm going to go back to Matthew chapter 24 because I think it will be very interesting. And we'll do that right after the break. This is Roland with Nola Town Bible Star right here on WGSL 99 
wait is over. Morning Call is back. Come visit us at our beautiful new location at the corner of Canal Boulevard and City Park Avenue. Enjoy our spacious outdoor patio or come on in and savor the unique ambiance. Delight your taste buds with our hand-rolled sourdough beignets, our delicious French drip, dark roast coffee and chicory, or sample one of our other local offerings. For over 151 years, Morning Call has been patronized by tourists and notables the world over. Hi, I'm Pete Canizero with Canizero Realty Appraisals and Sales. We provide appraisals for multiple reasons, such as mortgages, refinancing, estate successions, property settlement, and more. We have local knowledge and experience, so bring in the experts at Canizero Realty and make sure your property is being evaluated correctly. Canizero Realty Appraisals and Sales, now with three locations, Uptown, Downtown, and Metairie. Call 504-831-0507 or visit canizerorealty.com for appraisals and sales. Tom Fitzmorris here with the Edible Dictionary Word of the Day, brought to you by Dornex, just voted one of the Food and Wine Magazine's top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. Today's Edible Dictionary Word is... Creme brulee. Creme brulee is an enriched version of caramel custard with the caramel transferred from the bottom of the baking dish to the top in the form of a crust of lightly browned sugar. That's the brulee part. The word means burned. Sometimes it is. The texture of the crust varies greatly. Some makers have a granular topping. In other places, the sugar melts and then re-solidifies with a glassy quality. If you encounter one of those, be careful. A shard of this crust can cut your mouth badly. The creme brulee concept goes back to at least the 1600s in France. Originally, a white-hot poker pulled from the fire was used to brulee the top. The custard is made with cream instead of the milk used for caramel custard. That keeps it from setting completely. A well-made creme brulee will flow. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. Attorneys General offices in both Louisiana and Alabama are now offering a complaint form for people who feel they've been censored on social media. Louisiana AG Jeff Landry asks that you leave as detailed of a response as possible on the submission form, including pictures if available. Once enough data is compiled, he may initiate litigation, but... What we'd really love is for Big Tech to stop. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says more mitigation rules may be needed if the state doesn't slow down the spread of COVID-19. Last week, Governor John Bill Edwards brought back the indoor face mask mandate, but at this time there are no capacity restrictions on businesses like restaurants or bars. But Cantor says daily numbers of new cases is shocking. I would expect more aggressive mitigation measures to be seriously considered if we don't peak in the, in the one to two week time frame. Today, the state reported 93 COVID-19 deaths. LRN. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Her original gold-rimmed homemade vanilla. The country's gold standard of ice cream flavors since 1969. Its hand-cranked taste takes you back to simpler times. That's why we put the word home right on the carton. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer 
and pick up your favorite flavor today. This is Roland here for TikTok Cafe. TikTok Cafe is located on I-10 Service Road and Causeway. Open 24 hours a day. The place to go when most other places are closed. There is poetry on the wall. God is in the workplace. And everyone treated as family. That's my favorite stop for breakfast and lunch. See you at TikTok Cafe. This is David Duplantier, Dean of Christ Church Cathedral on St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans, the Diocese and Cathedral for the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana, inviting you to join us weekly for our live broadcast on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We also invite you to learn more about the cathedral at our website, ccc.nola.org. At Hyundai of Metairie, there has never been a time when your car has been more valuable than right now. And Hyundai of Metairie will pay up to 130% of Kelly Blue Book value. Buy a car from us, or we'll buy one from you at Hyundai of Metairie. There's a reason why we're Louisiana's number one new Hyundai and certified pre-owned volume dealer. Be sure to visit our facility at 5969 Veterans Boulevard to see all we have to offer. Or call 504-838-9000. Visit us online at HyundaiofMetairie.com. Tim McNally, host of the Dine, Wine, and Spirit Show on WGSO 990 AM. Every weekday. From 4 until 5. From the heart of the Crescent City. Hey, y'all. The Beat Exchange has a new time slot. Mondays at 7 p.m. On WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. The Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover. Maybe your portfolio should resemble your dinner. Slowly cultivated, locally produced, and sustainable. Join us at 5 p.m. Mondays for the Slow Money Show, WGSO 990. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love. Hello, New Orleans. Welcome back. This is Roland with Nova Town Bible Study. My friends, I often talk with friends who are concerned about the sign of the times. And they wonder about prophecy and Daniel and Revelation and all things pertaining to the end of the age. Well, I will touch on a little bit of that tonight to say something afterwards. So for now, I'm going to turn to Matthew chapter 24. And I'm going to start in verse 3. And it says above that, the signs of the times and the end of the age. Matthew 24, verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, 
the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Now notice here, my friends, it says end of the age, not end of the world, like I've heard some say. The book says the end of the age. Verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Now, my friends, notice it says this gospel of what? This gospel of the kingdom. What kingdom? It's referring to the kingdom of God when Jesus shall return as king of kings and lord of lords, and he will rule and reign here on earth for a thousand years. There are many other scriptures that pertain to that. Just for a moment, I'm going to go to Isaiah in chapter 7. It talks about the child. And let's see. Same day. I'll start Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Curds and honey he shall eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that you dread will be forsaken by both her kings. Now I'm going to move on to Isaiah chapter 9. And let's see. I have a new Bible, so I'm, it's, the pages are a little bit different. And let's see. Where am I looking? Isaiah chapter 9. Verse 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
Now, my friends, that's verse 6 and part of verse 7. But it says, again, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. It's talking about a government. It's referring to the government of the kingdom of God, where Christ returns to earth and establishes the kingdom of God, where he will rule and reign for a thousand years. Now back to Matthew, chapter 24. The great tribulation. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath day. For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, my friends, I want to turn to John chapter 14. It says, the way, the truth, and the life. John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Father revealed. Verse 7, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Now, my friends, I'm going to turn back to this in a few moments. But first, I want to go back to Matthew. I'd like to read something in Matthew chapter 11, more pertaining to Jesus the Christ. In Matthew chapter 11, 
in verse 28, he says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My friends, that's our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. It's about time for a break. This is Roland with Nola Town Bible Study. This is Roland here for TikTok Cafe. TikTok Cafe is located on I-10 Service Road and Causeway. Open 24 hours a day. The place to go when most other places are closed. There is poetry on the wall. God is in the workplace. And everyone treated as family. That's my favorite stop for breakfast and lunch. See you at TikTok Cafe. The wait is over. Morning call is back. Come visit us at our beautiful new location at the corner of Canal Boulevard and City Park Avenue. Enjoy our spacious outdoor patio or come on in and savor the unique ambiance. Delight your taste buds with our hand-rolled sourdough beignets, our delicious French drip dark roast coffee and chicory, or sample one of our other local offerings. For over 151 years, Morning Call has been patronized by tourists and notables the world over. We are having a party. It's WGSO's 75th anniversary party. And we're looking for our big 75th anniversary party. We have great sponsorship packages offering tremendous benefits for our partners. If you're interested, contact me, Jeff Cruer, at jeff at WGSO.com or 504-669-6076. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. This is an important message on care for pets in hurricane areas from the Food and Drug Administration and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. A disaster like a hurricane can devastate the lives of pets as well as people, so you can expect the behavior of your pet to change. Normally quiet cats and dogs may become aggressive or defensive. Recovery may take from days to months. Here's how to help. Check your pet for injury. Be careful with your pet as it adjusts to its changed world. Downed power lines or debris may pose threats. Familiar sights, sounds, and smells may be gone. Let your pet have familiar toys and plenty of sleep. And to prevent its escape, release it only into an enclosed room or yard. If your pet was without food or water for an extended time, give it small amounts every few hours, and as soon as you can, let a veterinarian check it for dehydration. This message is brought to you by the Food and Drug Administration in the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. 
This is Roland Creason with Nola Town Bible Study. Let's get back to Bible Study. Please join us every Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despair and cry. From the waters lifted me, now safe am I. Love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. New Orleans, welcome back to Nola Town Bible Study. This is Roland. My friends, I'm going back to Matthew chapter 24, verse 29. The book tells us about the coming of the Son of Man. Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. My friends, Jesus is coming back. Now I'm going to skip down to verse 36. No one knows the day or hour. Verse 36, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. I'm turning back to the book of John. Chapter 14. I'll start in verse 12. The answered prayer. Verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, 
the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do. Because I go to my Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus promises another helper. Verse 15, Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Now, my friends, that right there is Jesus speaking, saying, If you love me, keep my commandments. The commandments were not nailed to the cross. There's a scripture that says the law was nailed to the cross. But they take a mistranslation and they take a scripture out of context and run with it, make up a story. I have one friend that goes as far as saying Jesus plus zero equals salvation. Uh-uh. That's not what the book says, and that's not what that means. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I'm going to skip down to verse 25, the gift of his peace. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you. For the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. My friends, I have a friend who tells me and reminds me periodically the most important thing we can do, and I agree with him 100%, the most important thing we can do is get to know Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We had it for some troubled times, and that is obvious. All we have to do is watch the news, and we can see what's happening out there. And it's not good. And before it gets better, it's going to be worse. But I agree with my friend. We need to pray, and we need to draw closer to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. John chapter 15. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, 
that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so that you will be my disciples. And it says, Love and joy perfected. John chapter 15, verse 9. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. Have a good week, my friends. If you enjoy the content of the Nolentown Bible Study Program and would like to become a sponsor to help cover the air costs, donations are appreciated and can be sent to Nolentown Bible Study, 5000 West Esplanade Avenue, number 184, Metairie, Louisiana, 7006. This is Roland here for TikTok Cafe. TikTok Cafe is located on I-10 Service Road and Causeway. Open 24 hours a day. The place to go when most other places are closed. There is poetry on the wall. God is in the workplace. And everyone treated as family. That's my favorite stop for breakfast and lunch. See you at TikTok Cafe. The wait is over. Morning call is back. Come visit us at our beautiful new location at the corner of Canal Boulevard and City Park Avenue. Enjoy our spacious outdoor patio or come on in and savor the unique ambiance. Delight your taste buds with our hand-rolled sourdough beignets, our delicious French drip, dark roast coffee and chicory, or sample one of our other local offerings. For over 151 years, Morning Call has been patronized by tourists and notables the world over. The Terrence Louisiana Jones Gum Bar is here once again every Saturday at WGSO 990 AM from 1 to 2 PM. Hi, this is Clay with Liberty or Lockdown. I'm moving to a new show and a new hour. Join me for What's Your Passion Live to talk about promoting your passion or your business. What's Your Passion is a live show that promotes businesses and podcasts around the city. So join me every Thursday from 12 to 1. Or you can go to www.wypagency.com to get your business or podcast promoted. See you there.
Tim McNally, host of the Dine, Wine, and Spirit Show on WGSO 990 AM. Every weekday from 4 until 5 from the heart of the Crescent City. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show. We'll talk sports, music, current events, everything in between. That's weekdays, 6 p.m., only on WGSO 990 AM. The best place for cutting-edge news and talk about southeastern Louisiana is the John Mason Show. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, broadcasting live from the heart of New Orleans, Louisiana. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The House is expected to cut their recess short to take up the infrastructure package passed Tuesday by the Senate. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer said the House would return in about two weeks on August 23rd to take up the bill and a larger budget resolution containing another three-plus trillion dollars worth of spending. The House was originally scheduled to return from recess on September 20th. The Senate has already begun debate on that budget resolution, with a marathon series of votes expected before it could pass. In remarks after the infrastructure bill's passage, President Biden said that bill would be an historic investment into the country and prove that bipartisanship was still possible. Folks, above all, this historic investment infrastructure is what I believe you, the American people, want. What you've been asking for for a long, long time. This bill shows that we can work together. I know a lot of people, some sitting in the audience here, didn't think this could happen. This is USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Allyn Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com. President Biden called on Afghans to fight for their country as Taliban fighters continue an offensive across Afghanistan. Speaking to reporters on Tuesday, Biden said that he does not regret his decision to bring U.S. troops home from the country, a move that is on track to be completed by the end of the month. Taliban forces have captured six provincial capitals in recent days despite being outnumbered by Afghan security forces. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby echoed the president's statement, telling Fox News that the battle will ultimately come down to leadership in Afghanistan to make the difference. No outcome is inevitable here in Afghanistan, Neil. There are, and there are uh, plenty of opportunities ahead for both the, the government in Kabul and the Afghan forces uh, to, to, to turn back this tide uh, and to defend their country. I think when we look back at this uh, in, in coming months or even years, we're going to look back and we're going to see that leadership was the real difference here. Political leadership in Kabul uh, and military and operational leadership on on the ground in Afghanistan. That's what's going to make the difference. You're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 
That's 800-215-5141. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign from office on August 24th. John Clemens has more. The third-term Democrat is resigning after 11 women came forward saying the governor sexually harassed them. And in one instance, Andrew Cuomo tried to retaliate against her. Andrew Cuomo was also accused of underreporting the number of people who died in nursing homes from COVID-19. Andrew Cuomo denies the allegations, calling them politically motivated. I am a New Yorker, born and bred. I am a fighter. And my instinct is to fight through this controversy because I truly believe it is politically motivated. From the USA Radio News, Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. Once Cuomo officially steps down, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will be sworn in, becoming the state's first female governor. And a tropical storm is expected to form tonight in the northeastern Caribbean Sea near Puerto Rico. Tropical storm conditions are forecast for portions of the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico tonight, with the storm moving towards the Dominican Republic by Wednesday and into northern Haiti and the Bahamas by late Wednesday. The storm could threaten the Florida Keys by Friday and move towards southern Florida by Saturday. Once it officially forms, it will be known as Tropical Storm Fred. For USA Radio News, I'm Dan Naraki. You've got amazing shoes, amazing pillows. Spotty storms, if any, early tonight. Otherwise, muggy, warm, and quiet night. Along the coast and offshore, maybe a thunderstorm or two. But throughout the day, tomorrow, we're back to some better chances of thunderstorms. Low 90s tomorrow, but thunderstorms get active for the afternoon. Active and likely again Thursday and Friday afternoons. That'll take the edge off the heat a little bit. Morning lows 80-ish. Tropical feature approaching the southeast Gulf of Mexico by the weekend. If it becomes any threat at all, we've got time to watch its progress. Ralph Sanji, WGF. So, Rico's Tires and Wheels offers quality used tires. They fix flat tires, too, and they do wheel repair. Rico's Tires and Wheels, just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie, 504-455-5199. Rico's Tires and Wheels, quality used tires. They fix flat tires, too, and they do wheel repair. Just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie, 504-455-5199. This is Maritime Matters with Eric Schein on WGSO AM 990, the program that dives into everything American that comes together at our water's edge. Can't get no connection, can't get through. This is Maritime Matters, your host, Eric Schein. Wow. I've uh, been out there trying to wake people up and, you know, like a lot of others who are out there, I, I really appreciate what uh, Rand Paul put out on a little YouTube video about um, non-compliance protesting. Uh, a lot of people, I, I'm having a, um, an inventor, he was the president of uh, U.S. Inventor. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look at the... Uh, 
he was the president and current board member of the Tampa Bay Inventors Council. Um, his name is Randy, and I, hopefully I'm pronouncing this properly, Lander now, and he'll be able to let me know if I'm butchering that or not or properly pronouncing that. But he's uh, president, U.S. inventor. Uh, Randy currently serves as president of the Inventors' Right Advocacy Group, U.S. inventor. He himself is an inventor with three patents and is a former president and current board member of the Tampa Bay Inventors Council. He is now using his association with inventors across America to enable a grassroots effort to restore the rights of inventors in America. And like everything else, we already know, you know, China does not believe in intellectual property. <laughs> Gee, what do they believe in? Uh, totalitarianism. Um, about U.S. inventor restoring honesty and integrity to America's patent system. And he's, he states that our patent system is in crisis. Recent changes to patent laws and Supreme Court decisions have adversely affected inventors such that the requirement in Article 1, Section 8 of our U.S. Constitution of, quote, securing for limited times to inventors the exclusive right to their discoveries, end quote, is no longer achieved. It is nearly impossible to stop an infringer from using an invention without permission or to make them pay for the damage caused when they do. The time has come to restore patent protection for inventors and mitigate a generation of laws, regulations, and court decisions that have discouraged innovation by failing to secure to inventors the exclusive right to their discoveries. With that said, I know and remember when a lot of companies like General Electric, General Dynamics, General Motors, all these generals, you know, think of uh, converting everything to a wartime effort. Uh, which is pretty much we're, we're on a uh, uh, people don't get it we're on a wartime footing and this happened shortly after 9-11 if not well before this goes into the emergency war powers act and or many changes that have occurred since world war ii if not well before um, i would take it back to not only our civil war but even our revolutionary war we have had a group of individuals within our country that believe in kingdoms and not even our, you know, not even a kingdom here, but it would be a vassal state to the British German Royal crown. And you look to Cecil Rhodes and, and others who, you know, that, that was their life. That's what they spent their life on. And even Cecil Rhodes said that about, and he, Cecil Rhodes started the council on foreign relations, which is a British German secret society that, Dick Cheney is a member of and was the head of, as was Alan Dulles and many others. But we're seeing this across the board where the rule of law, natural law, does not apply, uh, that we're trying to be pushed back, pressed back into a worldwide system of kingdoms. And the United States is a focal point, not only for the royal powers in China or the dynastic powers in China, but also the royal powers who are working with China to take down the United States from within. Um, the British German Royal Crown has been at this for a very long time since our inception, and they've never given up on taking back what they see as their land and property and people as their subjects and property, um, not citizens in a democratic republic, which is what we're supposed to be under the concept of natural law, as was set forth by Montesquieu and, uh, you know, spirit of the laws. But without further ado, let me welcome Randy to the show. Randy, you there? 
good to be here. Thank you. Uh, and, and by, with, and by, everything by the I, way, by the way ahead, another, with, now you're, you're in New Orleans, right? No. We're oh, broadcast okay. out of New Orleans, but I'm in California. Oh, I'm, I got I'm, you. I got you. Yeah. I, I'm in the South. I'm from the South, but that would be San Diego. Well, I, I uh, you know, my last name, Landrino, I actually grew up in, in Louisiana. I'm in Florida now, but it's just a very, uh, very. So you're name. Cajun. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I am. I, yeah. And I'm in Florida and I miss the food. I, I can't wait to come back for Thanksgiving and visit my folks. <laughs> well, I, I've spent time in New Orleans and I actually had a house in Mobile and lived mm. there. And I worked at Ingalls Shipyard in Pascagoula, Mississippi. And okay. I shipped, right. shipped out of Florida and shipped out of the Panhandle. And <clears throat> Well, you know, I, I was listening to your the intro to the show as I was waiting, and uh, uh, the interesting thing, you're talking about maritime, and uh, like, let's say in, in Louisiana, you're talking a lot of oil and gas type of industry there, and yeah. I thought of something that, that I mentioned to someone the other day that, that they didn't know. Did, do you know where the uh, fortune of Howard Hughes actually began? I know how it began, where he they, they actually stole the design of a drill bit uh, and patented that. And then instead of selling the bit, they leased it, which is what everybody yeah. and their mother, like Microsoft and, you know, whomever, Google, yeah. well, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, I didn't actually know that they stole it, but I did know that his father, uh, I thought his father had invented it. So there may be some data there. I don't know, but they, but basically it was a, a new type of drill bit. Uh, he had a patent yeah. on it. And uh, of course, back then we had a strong patent system and, they, they, they leased out these drill bits. They never sold them, partly probably so no one could figure out how they worked because <laughs> there, there were. Well, no, but it, no, real quick, if you think about it, the whole leasing thing like they do with software, because now instead of buying your car and buying the operating system with it, that it's yours. Now they're playing games to where they're saying it's proprietary and you can't look at it and you can't touch it and you can't go in there and mess with it. It has to be done by an authorized dealer. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I got to tell you, for, for, for our fight, um, I, that, that's a whole nother issue. But, but I hear what you're saying. But let, let me let, let's let's go back to the, the basic thing in America, which, you know, people look at America it's hard to think of something important that wasn't invented in America. You know, America has been the place of innovation and from the very beginning of our country. And a lot of people don't well, realize real, real quick. And yeah. this goes to your uh, is I just want to mention Tesla and why yeah. he came to the United States. But we're going to break. The music's okay. coming in. Go ahead real quick. And then uh, it's going to cut out. Yeah. So, so it all began at the very beginning of this country. And the Patent Act of 1790 under George Washington, um, inventors, and by the way, inventors were described as he, she, or they, meaning that women had all the rights of men when it came to intellectual property from 1790. Amen. How about that? Pretty wild. Amen. Wait, real quick, we're going to break. Okay. Uh, we're with Randy. La am I saying it right? Landerneau? Landerneau, yes. Landerneau, okay. Um, and we're talking about patents and constitutional protections and the rule of law, natural law, and all that good stuff. We'll be right back. The Edwards Mortgage Group, the Mason Collective, NOLA Title Group, and ARC Insurance Consultants are the ones to call on for all of your home needs. Whether it's mortgages, closing, sales, or insurance, they take care of your home needs, and now they have come together to help take care of the needs of our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Funky Uncle Dot Live. 
FunkyUncle.Live is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music combined with interviews and outreach news to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. You can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.FunkyUncle.Live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge on August 4th, it's Eric Struthers and Friends. And on August 11th, Jamal Batiste Band. For more information on how you can support live from the Funky Uncle, go to funkyuncle.live and follow us on social media. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 95% of every donation to ACE Scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship, and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. Across the Gulf South, a great new way. WGSO. Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO 990 AM. The Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover, Monday evenings at 7 p.m. The place for unadulterated truths brought to you by a pillar of the New Orleans community. From civil rights to constitutional rights to elder rights to just what's plain right, the Beat Exchange is your local community voice. Tune in to the Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Taxpayer expense. All right, we're back. This is Maritime Matters, WGSO AM 990 out of New Orleans. And I want to do a shout out to Crystal Gorgeous. And I want to, I, hopefully, I'm pronouncing her name properly, but probably not. It's G O R G E S. She's the publicist at the PR Group Incorporated, and you can find them online. Uh, they got a really nice website. Uh, and she was instrumental in getting Randy on the show, so shout out to her. But real quick, before I throw it back to you, Randy, is um, not only is China, they don't believe in intellectual property rights. It's basically, oh, whatever you think we own. Um, but there's other ways where not believing in intellectual property rights and uh, attacking and using uh, market economics or dynamics like Japan has done, where um, in the uh, photographic industry or, or you know, film camera, uh, they were actually manufacturing products to make a profit in Japan at 80% production rates or 70% or 60%. 
and then ramping up the production to 100% or 90-something percent, and then taking those products that are basically made at cost uh, or are extra, and then dumping them on the U.S. market to take out any competition in the United States. So there's many ways to attack patent owners, patent rights, uh, you know, and you talk about patent infringement, but I'll throw it back to you. And if you can incorporate that into where you're headed and no, yeah, def- definitely. And I, and I thought of something I just wanted to add at, at what, to what we were just saying before the break. So, so back when our country was founded, the world was really run by aristocracies, right? Amen. If, if, if you knew the king, he might grant you an exclusive right to something. And they even called them patents. Like he might give you a patent on a port. So you, so you own the rights to run the port or, or whatever. And, and uh, run by aristocracies. And our founders did something totally revolutionary. They said, hey, let's say that if, if anybody from any walk of life, doesn't matter where they know, whether they know anybody, whether they have any money or any land, if they come up with something that's, that's novel, never been done before, and it's useful, they can own it. And that's what, what, what was begun with our patent system. And it was the Patent Act of 1790 that really began that. And if you look in our Constitution, the rights of inventors, in fact, the only place in our Constitution where the word right is even used with respect to someone's right to something is for inventors and authors. Uh, the Bill of Rights actually came later. So this is such a key part of this country. And what it did was it was the first place in the world where the common man was, it was told, hey, you can go out and innovate and create something new, and you can own it and do something with it and maybe get rich and change the world. And that's what can America you, did. Can you throw in a little Ben Franklin in there with that? Oh, yeah, Ben. Ben, I, I'm just surprised Ben didn't kill himself with that uh, kite flying uh, thing you did. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling nice. you, that I think I, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm no expert on lightning, but gee whiz. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I think that's a good way to get killed, but uh, but you know you experiment with things, you know, with your if you're an inventor, and of course you don't want to experiment with lightning, okay? No. <laughs> um, you know, but he was yeah. well grounded. I'll I'll give him that as a founder. <laughs> and more. Yeah, he, he he was he was, but you know he's, we were so lucky to have the our founders were so brilliant, and and they set some things up that were so good that uh, it's taken quite you know as you know things have been kind of ripped down and sh- shredded and. We, we've still got we still we're still the best country in the world, but but you know one of these areas and and a, the key area of course that I'm fighting to restore is the rights of inventors, and just because this is again this is the key which part is of our intellectual country. property and that goes to writing as well. Intellectual property, I, I will tell you though, um, as far as right like copyright is a pretty strong right. I mean, look, there. Well, no, but you, what I meant was like writing a book or novel or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but, but, yeah, but whether it, whether it's for writings of books or a copyright on movies or whatever, you know, you have the FBI and it's like it can be criminal penalties and they're pretty strong rights. But when you get to patents, it's a different animal. Um, with a patent, you've got to actually sue someone for patent infringement. And it used to be a workable scenario. It, it was never easy, but but you could actually hire an attorney on contingency. So so you're not having to pay the attorney much, but they share in the winnings. So maybe they get 30 percent if they win it or whatever. But that was how you got to court. Otherwise, a typical inventor couldn't even start. I mean, look, Steve Jobs didn't have any money when he started. Bill Gates didn't have any money. Most inventors start very poor. And so, so but here's the thing. Now, now contingency representation like that is, has almost entirely disappeared because of what happened 10 years ago. We're actually very close to the 10-year anniversary of kind of the Pearl Harbor event for inventors. 
it was the passage of a bill called the America Invents Act. Now, now, one thing you'll notice, they always name these bills something that yeah. sounds nice, you know? It's, oh, the, the Patriot Act. Act. How, how, the Patriot Act. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, they can, so they can watch Patriots very closely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but anyway, so, so what was sold to Congress, and again, this was sold by Big Tech and a few, big, a few other big corporations uh, with their armies of lobbyists and mountains of money making all kinds of donations and all the stuff they do. They sold to Congress that we needed a uh, more efficient, faster, less expensive alternative, uh, but fair alternative to district court for certain types of patent disputes. And well, you mean like with... administrative law and administrative courts? Exactly, exactly. Because, because you know, courts with juries. I mean, you know, they take so long expensive. time and they're expensive. And oh, take you know, all years. that due, due process. Oh, due process is uh, takes a while, right? But uh, and oh, juries, they don't know anything. Again, this is their argument. Um, And so they created this administrative court called the Patent Trial and Appeal Board. We call it the PTAB for short. But it's it's a police commission. Well, I I don't I don't know. I don't. It's done by the executive branch, law enforcement, not. okay. it's not part of the judiciary. Well, this is actually this is actually Yeah, you're right. This is that. Well, this is actually part. This is actually run out of the patent office, too. And again, that was part of the argument. Oh, that, that, yeah, sounds, right. re- that sounds reasonable. I mean, if a patent office, they're the ones that grant the patents. Well, shouldn't they be the ones to see if there's been a mistake in a patent that was granted? Or well, the ones that the- seize on the patent and put it under their own name. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh, you I, laugh, I, I don't know but I'll, I could go that's into gonna, it. But go ahead. That, keep going. Gonna, yeah, I, I've heard a lot of stuff, but but I'm, I'm just uh, – <laughs> There are, yeah. there are issues that I'm talking about that, that just are, are very black and white, and they're, and they're just law, constitution, and, and, and just logic. So anyway, here's the thing. So this administrative court now is invalidating 84% of the patents that it looks at. How about what? that? What? 84%. Now, the only ones that get looked what? at, this is only, it's only the valuable patents. Now, look, let's face it. A lot of inventors, there are a lot of patents that get issued that are might be very interesting, but maybe there's not much of a market or they're not really that well, valuable. You know that the fax machine was actually patented, and you could probably tell me better, but it was in the 1800s. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> no, it's like you – and people would in the 1800s, yeah, that's crazy. We're not giving a patent for that. And then it's like, whoa, they were so yeah. far ahead of their time, you know? Well, you know, you know, the laser, apparently the laser, the guy that invented the laser – he thought he had to have a working model to, to get the patent on it, so he waited. And luckily, he waited long enough to where, by the time he did patent it, there was a market for it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but anyway, so here's the deal. What, what, the only patents that get attacked or get invalidated are ones that are valuable. So where some big corporation like Big Tech or anybody else, they decide, maybe you try to license to them. They say, oh, we're not interested, but then they jump on it. You find out they're infringing it. You try to stop them. You sue them for patent infringement. The first thing they do is try to get your patent invalidated at the Patent Trial and Appeal, appeal Board, the PTAB. And again, right. they have an 84% chance of winning. Now, here's the thing about it. First of all, there's no jury. Um, there's very little due process. Um, you, instead of a lifetime appointed judge, you have three individuals who are attorneys who have yeah. little to, typically little to no experience in the actual technology that they're adjudicating, they, their experience is as lawyers and playing word games and figuring out 
maybe how the wording of the patent isn't as good as it should be, right? Um, right. It's, it's crazy. And, well, you, and You hear the music coming up. Continue with that thought, and then I'm going to jump on yeah. you. Go ahead. Good. Thank you. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, so, so, um, so basically, where you used to have a real court with real due process, now you have the PTAB, the Patent Trial and Appeal Board, and because it's so weighted against you, an attorney can't do it, can't take it on contingency because they'll go broke. Because right. not only will they probably lose the first one, but if you get even through, if you get through a PTAB attack, I mean, they can do it again and again. You can be hit multiple times. Serving the Gulf South from New Orleans. Thanks, Ronald. WGSO New Orleans News Radio. WGSO. Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO 990 AM. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says more mitigation rules may be needed if the state doesn't slow down the spread of COVID-19. Another 139 COVID patients have been hospitalized since Monday, raising the statewide total to 2,859. Cantor says if the fourth surge of cases doesn't peak in the next week or two, it will be catastrophic for hospitals. What's more concerning to me is we've not yet seen any real indication in the numbers that we're turning the corner yet. As children begin to return to the classroom, state police are reminding motorists to be mindful of school zones. LSP even released a video on social media about what you can and cannot do driving-wise in a school zone. LSP spokesperson, Trooper Jonathan Odom. Drive with extra caution in school zones. School bus loading and unloading areas and around children walking or biking. Troopers also suggest giving yourself extra drive time if you have to drive through a school zone. LRN. For a little while, things were a bit quiet on the Bayou. But now, fans are back in the stands. And armored trucks are backed up to the locker rooms. The name 
image likeness era is here. LSU sports will never be the same. Football is back. It's a new day in LSU sports. With coleslaw and Cajun seasoning pumping through its veins, Coach O is focused on getting the Tigers back to the top. You gotta want to change the times as a coach. And there's new blood in the LSU athletics department. Baseball coach Jay Johnson and women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey. It's game time! Plus, Coach Will Wade is working with a new but talented basketball team. Follow the journey of LSU sports with the Bible of LSU sports. Tiger Rag Magazine. Tiger Rag Magazine. On newsstands and online at TigerRag.com. Keeping you connected to all things LSU sports. Tiger Rag Magazine. This is David Duplantier, Dean of Christ Church Cathedral on St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans, the Diocese and Cathedral for the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana, inviting you to join us weekly for our live broadcast on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We also invite you to learn more about the cathedral at our website, ccc.nola.org. Hi, I'm Dickie Brennan. And I'd like to invite you to our new Black Duck Bar located on the second floor of Palace Cafe. Rum is the chosen spirit of Palace Cafe's Black Duck Bar and features an extensive rum collection from all over the world. Be sure to join us for happy hour Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. with half-price small plates, local draft beer, and tap wine. Look forward to seeing you soon at Palace Cafe's new Black Duck Bar. WGSO, from the Bucharest to Bunchell Square, things have changed. WGSO, do you know what it means to love New Orleans? Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO 990 AM. And now an important message from Josh Groban. We are missing the sounds of a busy morning, the sounds of joyfulness, crowded sidewalks. We are missing the soundtrack of our lives. We all yearn to connect again and we will, but we must keep following the necessary guidelines until we are all safe. Please get vaccinated. Let's bring back the soundtrack of our lives. Let's unite to prevent. For more information, visit unitetoprevent.org. Tie in the whole Maritime. We're back. This is WGSO AM 990. Your host, Eric Shine, Maritime Matters. Talking with Randy Landroneau, uh, U.S. inventor, president of um, U.S. Inventors. And I want to throw this out real quick before I throw it back to you, Randy. Um, the same powers that uh, are messing with patents and patent rights and constitutional rights and protections and written word, artic- you know, articles, books, uh, novels, etc., are messing with everything else, and it's the same. You know, I don't know. It, it's not rocket science. You know, uh, if you look to who we fought and who we took this land and just you know declared our independence from, it was a British German royal crown. And you look at what's going on in Europe; they are and have been actively involved, not only just in creating like the federal administrative state which is the Federal Administrative uh, Procedure Act, 1947, 
that somehow married all three of the great powers together, the legislature, the executive branch, and the judicial branch, um, into and under the executive branch, Article 2, that's, that's tyranny. Madison said any two of the great powers together in one place is tyranny. With that said, uh, because the British were grabbing American merchant seamen and officers off the streets of America uh, and off the waterways, the oceans, the lakes, rivers, and you know around the world, um, and maritime officers and crew, and abscounding them and shanghaiing them and putting them in service in the British Navy and the British Merchant Marine to run their Navy and Merchant Marine around the world, the United States Congress had to pass something called the Shipping Commissioners Act of 1872. And it was to where a shipping commissioner was appointed by the federal district courts. He was a judicial officer, an officer of the Article Three courts, who would come out on the barrel head at sign on and sign off to make sure that American and even foreign crews were not being shanghaied and they were being paid off and and treated properly. And if there are any disputes, they're supposed to be resolved then and there by a legitimate Article Three judicial officer. The Coast Guard wrapped their arm around these guys after the Coast Guard was created in 1915, not 1791, and started to house these shipping commissioners until they started to replace them with police officers, with uh, Coast Guard personnel uh, from the Article Two branch of government, the law enforcement branch of government, the executive branch, rather than the Article Three judicial branch. And this changed everything. Congress eventually found out about this, defunded the positions, stopped the shipping commissioners, and we don't have them anymore and we need them. Um, but what the Coast Guard did in retaliation, and keep in mind that the first Coast Guard commandant was you know, knighted by the King of England, uh, and that should tell you something if you've started to do a little bit of research yet on everything I talk about. Um, but the, <coughs> excuse me, the shipping commissioner, 46 USC, which is shipping, title 46, the um, Coast Guard made the captain of the vessel the shipping commissioner. The shipping commissioner was there to protect the crew and officers from the captain and or the shipping company. So instead, they give it back to the guy. So he now has more power. He's like God, literally on the water to where he can do anything and get away with it. And the Coast Guard and Department of Homeland Security is there to back him up and the shipping company. So back to you, Randy. So, so the shipping commissioner who got taken out of this scenario, he was the Article Three entity. Is that right? Yes, judicial officer, an actual you know, real, like a judge. Yeah, you know, this is interesting because <clears throat> because I, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not like look, you know, a lot more about some of this stuff than I do. But like administrative your, law. Yeah, well, but for for your for your listeners. So an Article Three court is typically a court with a jury and a lifetime appointed judge and a lot of due process. And and where and this totally relates to what we're talking about about patents because historically, a patent was considered a property right. And to extinguish a property right historically in America required an Article Three court. You had your due process. Court. Due process. Right. Due process and a jury. Let me tell you something. You want a jury if you're if you're innocent. You want a jury. And you also want a lifetime appointed judge where they're not an employee of somebody uh, who could influence them. They can be independent and hopefully, and, and usually I think they're pretty damn honest, but you know, it's America. You never know for sure. <laughs> but, 
But nevertheless, that's what you want for real justice. And that's what we had uh, as inventors. And unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the bad guys, whoever they are, wherever they are, they know that if there's an administrative court with, with a whole lot less due process and all these other safeguards of a real judicial system, they can get away with things. And that's what they you do. You don't have a right to an attorney in an administrative court. Yeah, well, well, at least at least in the uh, Patent Trial and Appeal Board, you have an attorney, but um, there's a limit. You to what can't they have can an attorney. And... You don't have a right to an attorney. There's a big difference. Oh, I got you. I got you. Well, here and see, here's the thing too, in the pat in the Patent Trial and Appeal Board. Again, for your for your. By, by the way, before I even describe this, I want to tell your listeners, you can actually help this effort to restore the rights of inventors. This key part of America. If you go to usinventor.org, that's usinventor.org. Take a look at what's there. You'll see some great stories, but also sign our inventor rights resolution, okay, at usinventor.org. That'll be – doesn't matter if you're an inventor or not. If you're not an inventor, uncheck the part that says I have a patent or whatever, but be a part of this. If you care about America, we have to restore this. So On all fronts because this is a yep. concerted attack on every single front. Yeah, and, and to me, this is kind of like the canary in the coal mine. The, you know, intellectual property rights, you know, property rights, like the right to your house, um, you know, it's, th that's a little bit stronger right than the right to something you've come up with in your mind. But I tell you what, you, you get rid of intellectual property rights, and before long, they're coming after the next property, right? Randy, because, yeah. Randy you will own nothing, and you will be happy. <laughs> you know what I'm well, talking about, right? The Great I, Reset I and Klaus no, Schwab. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. It, 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 it's, it's crazy. And I got to tell you, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, could have helped us tremendously, and they blew it. They blew it. There was a Supreme Court case that was decided, I guess it was a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, it was called the oil space case. And this, this case involved uh, some oil drilling equipment that was patented. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but the name of the company was Oil Space. And their patent was invalidated at the PTAB. And then the Supreme Court ended up looking, taking up this case because what they were looking at is, can a property right like a patent be constitutionally be invalidated in an administrative court like the PTAB? Because, again, in America, it's supposed to require a, a real court, a, an Article Three court process. with a jury. Yep. And, and so here they were, and, and, and I was pretty optimistic that they were going to get it right. And I got to tell you, man, did they get it wrong. And it wasn't even close. They came out seven to two that a patent yep. isn't that a patent isn't really a property right. They did the same thing with me with my license as a professional marine engineer, which is tied to my naval commission, and wow. said that a license is no longer a property right and that it's a credential and not a license anymore. There you go. I mean, our, our rights are slipping away. And, I, and I, I will tell you, though, on the Supreme Court, the one justice who is a big ally and, and gets it right every time, he, also, he always writes a great dissent on our issue it's judge gorsuch gorsuch is is definitely an ally and, and understands uh the rights of inventors and all that but again well he, he understands wants... natural law yeah yeah but but uh but back to our issue so so the um the um you know you know i was saying that that the, the patent trial and appeal board this administrative court is run through the patent office and then you would think well gee whiz that that sounds like it should be should work out right shouldn't be right. too terrible. Well, here's the problem Wrong. with that. Here's the problem with that. The director of the patent office is over that. 
and the director of the patent office is a political appointee by the president, typically based on who the big donors want. Well, big separation tech, of powers. Yeah. So, but but here's the thing: big tech are the big donors, so so they're going to get their person in. In fact, in fact, the director of the U.S. Patent Office, who actually hired the judges for the PTAB, set the rules, you know, et cetera, for that administrative court that is so terrible for inventors. It was a woman named Michelle Lee, who was the former head of patent strategy at Google. How about that? So Google lobbies to get the bill passed, and they work hard to get their person as the head of the patent office to, of uh, to, to, to basically get everything in place. And basically, so they end up being able to invalidate patents right and left that would, would, would have been well, no, part but, of But they're not invalidating patents. They're seizing them in a you know slate of hand kind of way well, to make sure that. that individual citizens have no rights you could say that absolutely and here's the thing Obviously, you hear the music tech, coming up keep going but i'm going to yeah. jump on you or you're going to get cut off i hear you i hear you and obviously but, um but here's the thing it affects any invention of value not just tech related of course big tech cares primarily about big tech type tech type inventions but anything that's valuable um, that, that has serious value in the market, some big company in the market can use that same process to invalidate it, which I'm going to tell you more about when we well, get back here. And real quick, I want you to incorporate the whole thing about a really broad language in a patent that they do intentionally so that they can basically say, no, you're infringing on our patent. Uh, we'll okay. be right back. It's uh, Randy Landrenau, president, U.S. inventor. He's fighting for our rights in one particular area. We are having a party. It's WGSO's 75th anniversary party. And we're looking for all of you to come celebrate with us. If you're a local business, take advantage of this opportunity to be a sponsor for our big 75th anniversary party. We have great sponsorship packages offering tremendous benefits for our partners. If you're interested, contact me, Jeff Cruer, at jeff at WGSO.com or 504-669-6076. Welcome back to the Louisiana Jones Gumbo Hour. I'm your host, founder, and owner of the TLGHL3C. I'm very excited about having an opportunity once again to have a positive and thought-provoking dialogue with you as we inform and educate each other on various topics or gumbo ingredients in the business, academic, alumni, workforce, youth, and, of course, the sporting arena. I will be here every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. providing informative nuggets for you and yours. Please call in with your questions or add your bowl of gumbo at 504-556-9696 so that we can add to today's part of gumbo. Hey y'all, the Beat Exchange has a new time slot, Mondays at 7 p.m. On WGSO, 990 a.m. in New Orleans, the Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover. Looking to make a difference in your community this year? Let New Orleans Habitat help. Volunteering with New Orleans Habitat is easy and satisfying. Help build a house, spruce up a block, or spend an afternoon selling gently used furniture, appliances, and more in our two restore locations. Research shows that when you volunteer, it increases your happiness. So come on, get happy and volunteer with New Orleans Habitat. Visit habitat-nola.org to learn more. 
Hey folks, it's Jeff. And Mimi. Crew Air. Join us Mondays at 5 p.m. For He Said, She Said. Where we discuss. And debate. The hot topics of the day. In this crazy world we're living in. You can listen to us on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. And Facebook Live. You never know what we might say, but we'll always know that I'm right. Well, you know now, I'm Mrs. Right. So we'll see you each and every Monday at 5 p.m. for. He Said, She Said. Hey, Tracy, you know what I'm thinking about buying our friends for the holidays? Oh, what? Bar to Go, a compact case that allows you to travel virtually anywhere with your 50 milliliter liquor bottles. Choose from top grain leather, which can be debossed, or heavyweight canvas, which can be embroidered. Custom work is welcome. Bar to Go can be found at www.thebartogo.com. And just like our favorite spirit, it's made in the USA. Well, that sounds like a plan. Can you get me one too? Of course, Tracy. Don't forget www.thebartogo.com. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Brian Diaz with the NOAA Drink Show. Join me as we explore the world of drinking food in New Orleans and beyond. Mondays from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO. Exclusive content at NOAAdrinks.com. Cheers, y'all. And um, I wanted, uh, real quick, how dangerous administrative law is, and this is coming from my own personal experience, they can go back and impose a rule, not a law, a rule made by the executive branch, by the police, by law enforcement, and go back five years and impose it when it still doesn't exist today. And they've stretched that to be 10 years, but in my own situation, the Coast Guard, a special branch of military that's not supposed to be a branch of military, is administering civilian law, administrative law, saying that it can do it, that its version of military law is not the same as, and it's not uniform with, the real branches of military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, and Space Force, that are all in the Department of Defense for a region, reason, that it can, within the Department of Homeland Security, not only Im, uh, create civilian law but in my own situation which involved my officer's license as an officer in the merchant marine which is tied to my naval commission for a reason um that they can under a case of first impression charge me with being depressed prosecute me for that aggressively for 14 years seize documents steal documents change and alter documents use documents from somebody else to find me guilty because the Standard of law and administrative law is, I think it's a uh, compilation of the evidence or something like that to where, you know, what's put before you, whether it's real or not, uh, manufactured or not, doesn't matter. It's not the same standard of law in an Article Three court because it's a police commission. Sorry. It's like, hello, people, wake up. Back to you, Randy. <clears throat> we have to. Uh, maintain and and return to real justice in all kinds of issues and real justice it's not always fast and easy but but you know what it's real and and an article three court with a jury and with a lifetime appointed judge and real due process that is what is required and this this whole thing about oh let's do an administrative court because it's faster let me tell you something faster is very often uh, unjust Well, and Mussolini was, uh, 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 I want to say allotted, but applauded 
um, for getting the trains to run on time. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, so, but you know, I, I, and I tell you, America, look, I, it, you know, back to, to, to inventors and patents. Let me tell you something. I, I, I had a guy argue to me and I, and I think he was right that, that Edison's patent of the light bulb could be invalidated if it went through the process today. Now, of course you realize a patent expires after 20 years. So, so once right. the patent expires, the technology is open to anybody, and actually the patent shows you how to do it. But but if but I think the language in the Constitution to that effect is very clear and well understood and is reasonable. Yeah, totally, totally. And look, and the effect of it was 200 years worth of the, the highest innovation in the world, right? So yeah. it's not, it, it's all it's like it's it's the proof is in the pudding, and it worked. But unfortunately, you know, we, we had a lot of politicians that were kind of hoodwinked by, by really sharp uh, lobbyists. And, and I remember at the time, um, and, and I got, you got, one thing I want you to realize, our issue is very bipartisan. We have allies as far right and as far left as you can get on our issue. And I know that, that and it's actually true. It's so, it's so basic to America that it kind of transcends politics. Um, however, of course, big corporations and big tech have way too much influence in government, and that's where that's where we face the fight that we face. And, uh, and of course, it's it's you know we're we're doing this. It's a grassroots movement that with not you know we don't have a whole lot of money behind us, but we're we're in the right. We have the right issue. It's important for this country, and it matters. And it all and and more and more, our congressmen and our our legislators realize that the unintended consequences of that particular piece of legislation, the American Vets Act, are staggering. And so we're, we're fighting, and I think we're going to pull this off, but, uh, but we need your help. I want all of your listeners to go to usinventor.org, usinventor.org, and sign our inventor rights resolution. Help bring back the rights of inventors in America, the rights that enabled this country to lead the world in innovation for 200 years. These are rights that, by the way, if we're ever going to have green energy that actually is workable enough to really work, uh, it's going to be inventors that do it. If we're, the, the cures that are needed are come from inventors. The, the technologies that are needed in the world come from inventors. They don't come from these big vested. Oh, you mean like um, former President Obama with his thing on, what was it, so, the solar panel company or whatever that he spent Yeah, on. so so that. That that's you know that that's uh, you know trying to call the shots that that doesn't work. But conflict of interest, separation of powers, like totally, totally. However, some inventor somewhere um, will one day figure out how to make solar panels work better than they work now, and that's needed. That's needed. And they already well have, as, and they already are. Yeah, and as well as making cars uh, operate better and everything else, everything in life, you know. If, if we didn't have inventors doing what they do, um, we'd still be in caves. <laughs> you know, this is a key but, part of America. Oh, and by but the part way, of America, though, was no central planning. That was the whole thing. And exactly. now we have a central bank. Madison yep. tried to prevent that. Jefferson tried to prevent that. Hamilton was a big advocate for it. He created the first central bank. Um, whether we should have a central bank or not, we should not have a foreign international uh, cartel uh, in control of, and this goes to the, the more, you know, smaller issue of the patent office uh, yep. owning and controlling the court system that decides whether there's a, you know, valid uh, property interest there or not. Yeah, and and by the way, for your viewers, or your your viewers, your listeners, 
I'm trying try to boil it down to something that, that, that might really be meaningful to you. You know, you might think that, well, I'm not an inventor. You know, you're, you're sitting out there. Uh, maybe you're not an engineer or a software guy or whatever. Let me tell you something. You never know when you might come up with something truly valuable that you're going to need patent rights for. I'll give you a good example. Are you familiar, um, are you familiar with a product called Bunch of Balloons? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This is the toy that allows you to fill like, like 40 water balloons at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Like every, everybody with kids with, who are having pool parties and Cub Scouts and Girl Scouts, this is, this is what you use to fill up. You can actually create. Well, like how 100... else can you have a war? <laughs> right. And, and they seal <laughs> themselves. So it's like you make 100 a minute versus, you know, one at a time. Right. With, so now, so, so a guy named Josh Malone invented this. He's, he's part of our, he's, he's my key colleague in this whole effort of restoring our rights. He Shout out. He, he, uh, he basically had eight, he had eight kids, so he had to come up with a solution because it took way too long to make those darn nice. water balloons, right? <laughs> so, so he invented this, and it worked beautifully, and he put it on Kickstarter. It totally went viral. I mean, it went totally viral. He, like, raised – his target was maybe 50 grand, and he raised, like, a million – close to a million. Nice. But immediately – Immediately, though, a large company based in New Jersey called Telebrands, they're, they're the biggest as-seen-on-TV company, they buy one of his from his Kickstarter campaign, and they shoot a commercial with it, and suddenly they're flooding the market with his product. And, yeah. you know, he, he, get, he gets his first patent, and he thinks, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in America. We have a patent system. We have a legal system. I'll be able to stop them. And you know what? It took him five years, and these guys – They'd been sued a hundred times by by inventors, and they had crushed all of them. They'd never right. lost. And and Josh Josh did a lot of things right. He made enough money selling the product to be able to fight them. But the bottom line is, it took five years and about twenty million dollars twenty million dollars to beat these guys. How about that for a toy? We're not talking high tech. We're not talking and, Apple. And and if, no, but, if and do you really want to like UFC? Do you really want to leave it in the hands of the judges? Right, right. So, so basically, we're, the, the music's him. coming up. I know we're coming fast. He did beat him, and he did win, and he's now part of this Yay. effort. And uh, and we're 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 going to win this fight with your help. Though. Go to usinventor.org, sign our inventor rights resolution, and, and be part of this inventor justice movement. And I really appreciate your help, guys. And peace. And I I consider you a, a friend of the show, and we hope to have you back in the future, or maybe even bring Josh, or have Josh come on. Thanks, Randy Landernow, President U.S. Inventor. Uh, go to usinventor.org. And that's it, people. We'll be back tomorrow. WGSO Across the Gulf South A great new way Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO 990 AM. Hurricanes and other disasters, whether natural or man-made, are becoming a way of life. For many, like Matthew Goche of Lake Charles, preparing go bags is essential. We don't view it as a chore. We look at it as a way to have a family activity together. And to get started, we go to J. 